A successful retirement plan begins with assembling the right set of tools. Finding the proper ones for the job will allow you to drill down on your goals and nail down your future. Scott Searles, certified wealth strategist and owner of Skybox Financial Group, constructs retirement plans for clients every day and will share that knowledge and insight with you. It's time to open the retirement toolbox and get to work. Well, hello and welcome and a happy new year to those of you who are tuning in to the Retirement Toolbox. Walter Storholt here alongside Scott Searles, financial advisor, president of Skybox Financial Group, serving you throughout the greater Cleveland area with an office in Bradenton, Florida as well. You can find us online at skyboxfinancialgroup.com for past episodes and much more information about Scott and the team. Scott, happy new year to you, my friend. Is your 2022 off to a good start? It is. Happy New Year to you, too, Walter, and everybody out there. Everything's going good. Do you make any New Year's resolutions, Walter? I don't usually make New Year's resolutions, but, um, you know, 2021 was a big year for me. I didn't really make my resolution of the weight loss thing until June, but then I was very successful in the second half of the year losing weight. And so uh, that was, you know, really exciting. So I'm continuing that just a little bit more into 2022. And I did set one resolution this year. I'm running a, my very first half marathon at the end of the month. So wow. I'm excited for that. Yeah. Well, congratulations. I, you know, I'm not much on setting resolutions either. I, I believe that throughout the year, I continue to improve myself every day and I don't need to start fresh at the beginning of the year. But you know what? Speaking of running marathons, that's one thing I just don't enjoy running. So mm -hmm. yeah, I you know I I when I'm on the uh, I do the treadmill, you know when when I work out in the mornings. And uh, usually what I'll do though is is I'll crank that thing up at a big steep incline and do a fast walk. It's a little safer on my knees and and it's a uh, you know. Plus, it's a little bit more enjoyable for me. Yeah, I hear you. Marathon is something I'm not sure I'll ever strive for, just because that's a long time to run all the time and to train for it. That's a lot of hours of running, and that's just like it's just hard to train for that to build up that mileage. I would imagine. I mean, even trying to make time to go for, you know, a ten miler uh, as part of like the training plan to build up to thirteen is right. difficult. Like just. You know, to take that couple of hours on a Saturday or Sunday, and then you're like exhausted for the rest of the day, and it's like, all right, now I go back to work again. So there's a little bit of it that's a that's kind of a strain. I mean, six miles is kind of like a nice uh, nice spot that I've settled into now, like a, a 10k. That's pretty nice. Uh, feel, feels pretty good, pretty easy to get to with some practice. But I wanted the challenge of at least doing one half marathon to see how it feels and give myself something to shoot for as I sort of have lost weight and trained and gotten ready for it. That's awesome. That's yeah. congratulations. I give you all the credit. And you know, I, uh, my, what I'm going to do here soon within the month here is I'm actually, I want to buy a, a heavy bag for my basement workout area. Yeah. And, and I'm going to start implementing boxing into my working out. Nice. Uh, I, I hung one from the middle of the garage during the pandemic and uh, although I won't say I've really done that much in the way of official workouts on it, because honestly, after about 60 seconds, you're exhausted if you really go to town on that thing. <laughs> yes, But absolutely. I will say while I'm doing yard projects and coming in and out of the garage and just doing various other things, it's really fun to wail on it for 10 or 15 seconds and then go about your business. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Take your frustrations out, right? Yeah, yeah. Just, you know, end of the workday, go down there, take a few swings and then, you know, pick up the lawnmower or the... Uh, 
or the blower and blow the leaves and, you know, move on with your evening. And then before you shut the lights off, boom, 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 a couple more quick hits and then pop into the house. You know, it just gives you a little uh, little st- testosterone, maybe a little adrenaline rush. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. There you go. Well, even though we don't get super into personal resolutions, perhaps, we do have some money resolutions to talk about on today's show. And we're going to break this into a two-parter. So not to completely overwhelm you with uh, ideas and options for resolutions and your money, we're going to talk about a, a chunk of them today, and then we'll save another chunk for our next episode. So since it's 2022, we thought it'd be fun, Scott, to have 22 money resolutions. And the idea here is not that you have to go out and implement all 22 of these things, because I think that'd be overwhelming for anybody, Scott. Yeah, yeah. But the idea is even if you just do a couple of these, you're going to be putting yourself in a better situation for your financial future, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you you just grab a a few good ideas from here, a few things. It's going to help improve your situation. So if you hear something, you're like, nah, I don't want to do that. No problem. We're only going to spend a moment on it, and then we'll have another good one for you up on the docket. So let's rapid fire through these, Scott. Get your commentary on our first 11 of the 22 money resolutions for 2022. Uh, first one is to reduce your debt. Doesn't even really matter how much. Just just make it a goal or an aim this year, and you'll be in better shape than you would if you didn't do that resolution, right? Yeah, absolutely. And there's a couple, there's different ways you can go about doing this. And and the first step is really just to, you know, get a grasp, find out exactly how much debt you have, how much you're paying, what your payments are, and kind of get that spreadsheeted out or written down so that, that you, you know what your liabilities are. And then from that point forward, you can start to tackle it. There's one that Dave Ramsey promotes a lot, kind of the snowball debt payoff system where you start paying off the small debts first. You have a certain amount in your budget you're going to pay off towards that debt, and then you tackle the small debts first. You get that paid off, then you apply what you are paying to that one to the next one, and it starts snowballing until you get to the largest debt and you're paying you know, your whole budgeted debt payment amount off on that largest debt. And there's another approach too you can take a look at. Uh, you know, what interest rates are, some of the, you know, pay off the higher interest rates first, like for instance, credit cards that tendency to have higher rates than, you know, maybe home equity loans or, or mortgages or, or personal loans. So you, you can take a couple different approaches to it. But the, the best thing is when you get into retirement, being debt-free is, is beautiful because it allows your, your cash flow, you know, more flexibility in your cash flow. You don't have to be putting $1,000 a month towards a mortgage and credit card payments or whatever. That's free money you can use and less money you can take out of your portfolio that'll grow more for you. Love it. Yep. If we can all reduce our debt just a little bit, that's going to help out um, pretty much anybody as they prepare for retirement or look into the future with your finances. So that's an easy one to put at the top of the list of our Mm -hmm. money resolutions for this year. All right. Another good one here, Scott, would be to boost your retirement savings amounts. So we're talking about here, uh, you know, some opportunities that may be built in for folks who are getting closer to retirement. Other times we may have to make the conscious choice to do these things. But again, if you reduce a little debt, boost a little retirement savings accounts, you're really turning things in the right direction. That's exactly right. And the easiest place to save is through your employer uh, 401k or retirement plan 403b that that you have at work. You can simply just maybe if you're putting away 7%, first of all, you got to make sure you're putting enough in to meet the match. You want to at least, if the company's matching 50 cents on the dollar for the first 5% or dollar for dollar, first three, whatever system they have set up, make sure you're at least putting in the percentage to get the full match because that's free money. But then every year I tell people, you know, just look to increase at 1%. You won't miss that that much out of your paycheck. 
and you can just simply just increase it 1% every year and just it continues to start to build. And a lot of times you might get a raise or a bonus or something like that. So you might, you know, really not miss that 1% that you're adding in there. And a lot of the 401k plans right now, they actually have, you know, automatic saver kind of options where you can click on it and every year it just automatically increases your withholding for your uh, retirement plan. Lots of ways that you can kind of put these things on autopilot, whether it's automating some debt payoff and automating increased contributions. Set it at the beginning of the year, and it's going to pile up as you go throughout 2022 and make a big difference before you hit 2023. So two good ones to get us started here. By the way, if you have any questions about something we talk about on the podcast today and you want to work it out with Scott, ask him how you can implement some of these money resolutions that we talk about. If it sounds daunting to do all of this on your own and you need the advice and help of an advisor, you can reach out by calling 888-742-0111 or go to talktoscott.com. That's talktoscott.com. You can schedule a time to meet and visit with Scott that way. And we'll put contact info in the description or the show notes section of today's program if you're listening on one of the apps out there. Resolution number three, learn from 2020 and 2021 for that matter and prepare for the unexpected. Oh yeah, if we've learned anything, right? That you never know what's gonna happen. Who who would have known we'd have been locked in our house and couldn't go to work and you know people were losing paychecks and all sorts of stuff with the pandemic. So an emergency fund's super important. The general rule is is having, you know, three months of your expenses, three to six months of your expenses saved away in a bank account so that in case there's an issue, you can run and grab and continue to pay the bill. So it's important that you that you that you build that up and you have that available because you don't want to be dipping into credit cards and stuff like that if if an emergency pops up. It's a great point. Emergency funds should be a central tenant of any financial and retirement plan. If I've learned anything from you, Scott, over the uh, last, you know, 60 some episodes of this podcast, got to have that as part of the program. Number four, don't overreact to the headlines. That's not even a money resolution. That just could be something that we, uh, you know, to the news headlines, don't overreact to them. Uh, Apply that to every facet of life, right? Exactly. I mean, it doesn't matter. And, you know, we, we know the news loves to, 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 to glorify and exaggerate things, right? Because they want you to watch. They want you, you know, like when the market goes down, they'll say market plummets, you know, they just, they want to get you to watch. So they glorify it. And, you know, there's so much news today and so much negative news today. And a lot of it doesn't apply to anything. And, and yeah, just, to, you know, ignore the head. I tell people, you know, and I read my news. I don't watch my news uh, because, you know, when you watch your news, it has a tendency to be distorted. Yeah, there's, uh, you know, different energies and biases that can kind of twist and contort things. But even the written stuff you've got to be careful about. Uh, you know, you talk about how the headlines can be misleading in some ways, even something that seems relatively simple or is technically a fact without the proper context uh, can lead you with a totally different impression. I really think back to mm-hmm. when the stock market was at all-time highs, and it would have a, a bit of a bad day, and so it would go down. But because it was so high, they could say it's the single biggest loss in yep. the stock market in the past X number of years. And it makes it sound so severe and really bad. And it would be like a normal day that was like down a percent. You know, like it's not, not, exactly. like not a great day, you know, down a percent. Certainly not the biggest percentage loss of all time, but just because the points were so high, they went off the points to make the scary headline, 
and it leaves you with a totally distorted view of what kind of the the truth and the right perception of it all is. So that's a really good point. That's a good example. So tricky. I hate that stuff. Um, that's as the as a former journalist, true journalist, that just really really pangs me. My 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 journalism teachers are probably rolling in their graves as they see what today's media looks like. You know. I bet. Another story for another day. All right. Uh, resolution number five, Scott. Implement. Uh oh, bad word. And maybe a resolution you disagree with or don't like, or you might want to tweak this one, but implement a budget. Well, you know what? Actually, I believe budgets are quite important and nobody needs to freak out. I'm not saying that you can't, when I tell people, hey, we have to make a budget. It's not that I'm saying that you need to restrict your spending in any way. I don't really care where you're spending your money, but you need to know where your money's going. So creating that budget gives you an idea of what you're spending and where it's going. Now, if you want to change that and modify it and say, boy, I didn't realize I'm paying $150 a month on TV subscriptions, Netflix, Hulus, and Disney Pluses, and ESPNs, and all these things, well, then, then you know, maybe you might want to cut back on a few of those. But at least you need to know, and creating that budget gives you an idea where that money's going. Those are all great points, Scott. So it's really more about the tracking element of the budget and not so much the budget than telling you what to spend or not spend. It's, it's more of just informing your decisions. Exactly. Okay. And I think it's it's when the budget has control over us is where people get scared of that word. But if it's more us having control over the budget, when you flip it around a little bit, it makes it a little easier to digest, perhaps. Absolutely. Okay. All right. Tip number six for those of you here on the Retirement Toolbox who are interested in some great money resolutions to implement for 2022, meet with a financial advisor, especially if you have never done it and you're starting to get within that five to 10 years of retirement. Okay, this one's a little self-serving, Scott, but uh, it, 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 it does make sense. It absolutely does make sense because, you know, it's the old saying, you don't know what you don't know. It's very easily, I'll be honest, full disclosure, it's not hard to invest money, right? When you're saving for retirement or you're saving your money, you could just buy some funds and let them be. And, and uh, a lot of the times you're going to do well. All right, but where it starts to become tricky is as you're getting closer to retirement, you want to start to lower your risk level because you don't want to take a big 50% drop in your retirement plan a couple of years before retirement because you could seriously have a long time before that money starts to, you know, gets back to where it was, as well as the fact that things are more complicated, taxes, doing the planning, making sure you're minimizing taxes, you know, income distribution plans, all these different things that starts to get more complicated. So you really should seek some help. And, and the reality is, is that, yeah, you have to pay somebody, but the, you know, you should be getting multiples of value out of what you're paying somebody. So it should be worth it, or, or you're not working with the right financial advisor. All right. Again, I'll give a, a shameless plug. If uh, that's you, you haven't worked with an advisor before, have never put together a true written plan, uh, 2022, probably the time for you to get that implemented, especially again, if you're in that couple of years of retirement zone. So pick up the phone, give a call to 888-742-0111 or talktoscott.com. And the contact info again in the description of today's show if you need to see it. All right, let's do an easy one here, Scott. Number seven on the list of money resolutions for 2022, check beneficiary designations on your accounts, especially if it's been a few years since you've perhaps combed through them and done this or maybe have never done it. Yeah, it's e easily overlooked. People forget about it all the time. It, it's, you know, it's something they don't think about. And when I, every year when I do reviews with my clients, we do a, a beneficiary review to make sure that 
you know, indeed the beneficiaries match up what they want. Now, most people don't dislike one of their children all of a sudden in a year, but you know, you just need them to to stay on top of that and know, you know, exactly what's going on because people, you know, pass away. Maybe you're giving it to your sister and brother, kind of forgot to change it. And, you know, everybody's heard examples where, and I've ran across this too, where somebody died and never changed their beneficiary. It's an ex-wife or, or, and it creates a bunch of drama. And it's just keeping up on that, you know, definitely is a smart thing to do. We're walking you through the first 11 resolutions for 2022. We've got 22 of them fully for you. We're going to cover the uh, last half of the list in our next episode. All right, number eight here, Scott, would be to carve out some time for a tough conversation or two. What kinds of tough conversations are we carving out time for? Well, you know, these are things where you sit down with your spouse or your family and you talk about, you know, some of your health care wishes, you know, having powers of attorney, maybe some of your state planning plans and, and legacy planning. And this is tough for a lot of people because I've got clients that they don't want their children to know anything about what's going on. And that's fine. I understand that. But at the same time, you also need to kind of make sure that those basic things are going to are covered, that they know, for instance, that, hey, this is where we keep our powers of attorneys. And now all my clients have those on file here. They're digitally encrypted and we can provide those if needed to, to family members. But you know, it, it's important to, to have, uh, have that conversation so that they know what would happen if something ha- if you passed away. Always good to have those tough conversations, even though they're not easy. That's why we can call them tough conversations, but they make a big difference in your plan. It goes hand in hand with just crossing the T's, dotting the I's, along with that beneficiary designation resolution as well. All right, number nine, audit your insurance. Boy, that's like the least exciting sentence anyone has ever written in the history of mankind. Audit and insurance in the same sentence. Um, but look at it. It might be something that saves you money, right? So uh, maybe that makes it a little bit more sexy, a little bit more exciting. Uh, do you still need your policies? What are you looking for here, Scott? Under insurance, over insurance in certain areas, that kind of thing? Yeah, actually all those things. And And, and you're right. I mean, you know, people buy insurance policies, they'll have them for 10, 15 years and not even think about them. But sometimes the way some of these policies have been sold weren't sold necessarily properly. So maybe they run out of money and you need to know that. It, when I have new clients come in, all their insurance policies, we do audit for them. And that way we know if indeed they even need that insurance, if it's healthy. If, in other words, is it is it going to last for the rest of their life? Or are they going to have to start putting money in? Or is there a better option available? So yeah, just having a grasp of that. And then obviously too, linking back to those beneficiaries, you know, making sure those are in line. All important steps of the process for sure. All right, two more for today's show, Scott. Number 10, see if refinancing your home mortgage is a good idea. If you haven't done this over the last couple of years, you're living under a rock pretty much, right? Yeah, I was going to say most people probably tackled this or thought about it. You know, interest rates are starting to move up. They're going to continue to move up. So it's probably not as favorable now as it was a year ago. But, you know, certainly if you can refinance, lower your payment, or shorten the term of your loan, those are all probably good financial moves. All right, Scott, we're down to the last one for part one of our conversation about 22 money resolutions for 2022. So it's number 11, organize your financial life to make sure you've got uh, you know easy access to the important things that inform you about your finances. Absolutely. Have, have your, your online logins in one place. 
your wills, all your types of stuff, get an idea of the budget, get everything all kind of wrapped together and get it in one spot, whether you keep it on a computer or you keep hard copies of it, maybe put it on a USB drive so that all these things are kind of in one place. Because like I say all the time, if you get hit by a bus, you know, you never know what can happen. There, there needs to be a spot where, you know, you can grab everything. I know I have this for my wife. I've got all the logins. She knows how to access those wills, life insurance policies, disability policies, all those types of things that, that, that we have, you know, if I get hit by a bus, she just goes there and everything's right there. Good to know. We don't want you to get hit by a bus though, Scott, because we've got to finish the list next episode. So try to avoid that between now and then. Okay. I appreciate it. Thanks. (laughs) All right. Well, there you have it. We'll, uh, we'll cut it off there. Uh, so this is easy to digest. You've gotten half of the list of 2022 money resolutions to implement for 2022. And uh, again, you don't have to do all these, but if you can do a couple of them, you're really setting yourself up for some additional success this next year. If you've got questions for Scott, again, the contact info is 888-742-0111 for the number to call. That's 888-742-0111 or go online to talktoscott.com and schedule a time to meet right from your smartphone or computer Get a free consultation that way. Talktoscott.com and check the description of today's show for all contact information. Scott, we appreciate the help. Happy New Year to you once again, and uh, we will see you after you avoid being hit by a bus on the next episode. Happy New Year, and I'll do my best. <laughs> we'll see you soon. That's Scott Searles and Walter Storholt. We'll see you next time for part two of our resolutions conversation here on the Retirement Toolbox. Investment advisory services provided by Skybox Asset Management, LLC.